On the Hard Rocker Sports Network from KTEC 91.3, this is Hard Rocker Huddle, your podcast home for South Dakota Mines Athletics. Hello, welcome to the Hard Rocker Huddle. This is our 21st episode. Um, on the Hard Rocker Huddle, we talk about stories on and off the playing surface. Today, our guest is new, well, not that new, assistant volleyball coach Annika Stevens. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Uh, first, let's just kind of talk about you pretty much lived in Rapid City your whole life, right? You grew up here. You're still here. What was it like growing up here, I guess? And then what's kind of kept you here? Yeah, so I grew up here in Rapid City. I graduated from Central High School. Um, I moved to the other side of the state, to Dakota State for college, was there for my for well, three and a half years because I graduated a little bit early, moved to Virginia Beach after college for a little bit, and then moved back. Um, the hills are a very special place to me, um, and just being here truly feels like home. Sure. Uh, did you have any siblings growing up? Did you, you know, what was kind of your family life like? Yeah, so I actually grew up an only child, so it was just me and my cat siblings, I guess. Um, I do have several um, step-siblings now, but we're all just kind of a big giant family. Um, and kind of growing up, what what initially got you into sports? Obviously, you played volleyball. Um, what other sports did you play, and what kind of helped to get sports introduced into your life? Yeah, so I started playing volleyball when I was in third grade through the YMCA here in town. I attempted to play basketball when I was in middle school as I feel that every kid over 5'10 is basically asked to do when they are that young. It did not go as well as I think a lot of people had hoped Uh, (laughs) as every time I would try to go up for a rebound and try to shoot again I would end up trying to set the ball and jam my fingers more often than not. So that was a very short-lived career. I also did track. Um, I threw, as my dad did as well. Uh, My dad actually was a track coach here at School of Mines for a period of time. Um, He was a throws coach as well as up at Black Hill State. Um, He through and graduated from UCLA and he's just kind of been coaching and kind of been a big impact in my life ever since. Sure. So was he part of the reason that obviously getting into track, I'm sure he was pretty encouraging (laughs) of that. (laughs) Yeah, he was my track coach like all through middle school and then uh, I tried like my freshman year of high school but I just like volleyball so much more and the track season here overlaps with club volleyball season and it was very clear what my path should be. (laughs) Yeah and volleyball too is different because it's not like football where you only play three or four months out of the year. Yeah. Volleyball winds up I mean you play club and you're winding up playing eight nine months of the year so there really isn't a ton of time to be playing other sports or doing other things. I know I mean there are definitely some athletes out there that make it happen and do that and all the power to them that was a lot more time management than I had (laughs) sure so your whole high school career pretty much you were focused in on volleyball um what kind of success did you have at high in high school at 
at the high school level individually as a team? Yeah, so my freshman year, I was over at St. Thomas More High School here in town. Um, that was just your good old C and JV team, you know, kind of playing time there. I moved over to Central High School, so a much bigger school, much more... Um, more people that are wanting to play sports and be involved with that. So there was a lot more competition going on there all the time. I played there sophomore, junior, senior year. Um, my senior year, I want to say I was like fifth in the state for blocking in all divisions. Um, we did not make it to state. My senior year is a very heart-wrenching game and moment, but we had... Um, six seniors on my team all of us went and played collegiate sports whether it was volleyball basketball or track it was a very very fun and good team and yeah yeah sure um you mentioned already earlier that you wound up going to dakota state um did you have other options kind of going out of high school what was that like recruiting process like for yeah you? so my recruiting process was definitely a lot different than what current athletes are looking at today. Um, so for me, it was, uh, I had emailed a whole bunch of schools, kind of always went to camps during the summertime of those that I was interested in. And there was one trip my senior year that we were going over to Huron and Mitchell to play over there. And my high school coach told me and one of my teammates, and she goes, there's a Dakota State is going to come watch you this weekend, so you better play really well. And I was like, okay, sounds good, you know, just a little bit nervous. But then after that, I received an offer, and I originally went into college wanting to do um, network security administration and computer science, so Dakota State was a perfect fit for that as well, too. Sure, and yeah, what was going into, obviously that was kind of the furthest you'd been away from home at that point. What was it kind mm -hmm. of like to make that adjustment? <laughs> obviously it's not super far, but. yeah. I think the biggest adjustment was the fact that there are only two stoplights in that town, and there still is only two to this day. And there's only one place that stayed open 24 hours, and that was a gas station. Um, so it was definitely a big adjustment going from Rapid City to Madison, just population-wise was huge. But the small town, I do feel, really did give me a good experience and a good feel for it where there was so much community support and that was really really huge sure. um while you were there um you had a couple couple good years while you were there you had a, mm -hmm. <laughs> a, a 20 win year and then a 21 win year with a 10 win conference year as well mm -hmm. but then your first year obviously you didn't have a ton of a success so what was it kind of like yeah. to be able to so I definitely came up? in as a part of a rebuilding class there was 14 freshmen in my class which is huge um, one thing about my school it is an NAIA program um, but with that we actually did have a JV and a varsity team so I liked that just because I was getting game experience right away um, right from the start my freshman year so it may not have always been on the varsity team but there was always playing experience and practice experience to be had sure and what was your experience like just being a part of that program being a collegiate athlete 
It was good. I think that's looking back at it now, some of the best experiences and the most fun that I had was with my teammates and getting up to go to 6 a.m. lift every spring season and, you know, going right to practice soon after and just kind of having that camaraderie with your teammates. It makes living in a small town a lot more enjoyable. <laughs> sure. And you, you already kind of alluded to maybe not playing a ton on varsity, but still getting playing experience. Yeah, definitely. So when I went in my freshman year, started started the season with starting off on starting varsity, six, you know, six people on. Um, then I got a concussion. So I was out for, you know, a good six weeks right off the bat. And that just definitely took me a step back in kind of feeling like that freshman coming on the court, getting playing time right away. It was a little bit of a humbling moment that was difficult for me that freshman year for sure. Um, but then I was able to kind of gain a lot more experience with seeing things from the sideline and that's also partially why I feel that I am a co like how I coach how I coach was because of being injured and seeing so much from the sidelines you really do gain so much experience doing that in circumstances that you don't necessarily want to be in so yeah yeah actually that was going to be one of my questions was mm -hmm. in my experience too I wasn't the best athlete, but I learned mm -hmm. a lot being, you know, sitting on the bench and watching, especially exactly. when I was a baseball player. Mm -hmm. So how much of that just made you realize that maybe you wanted to be a coach and how much did it just develop that? Yeah, that I think it was huge. Um, my freshman year, so my uh, college head coach at well, she's still the head coach over there, but she does not run the club program in Madison anymore, which she did when I was in school. And she actually asked me to coach my freshman year, which not a lot of freshmen are asked to coach just because of trying to make sure grades are all set in stone and getting kind of used to the college. So that spring semester after, like the spring semester of my freshman year, I also coached little 12-year-olds. and. That was a very fun experience for me doing that as my first year. And they are now sophomores in college. And I actually got to see one last um, last August. She is now playing at Northern. And yeah, so it was very uh, a full circle moment seeing a 12, a, was a 12 year old that I used to coach now playing on a college it team. Makes you feel kind of old though. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> Um, so yeah, then you you graduated and it would have been 2016, right? Yep, I graduated in December of 16. So then it wasn't that long before you got into coaching here mm -hmm. with the Black Hills Juniors, Yeah, right? yep. So I, um, when I moved over to Virginia, I just did camps and kind of helped out some smaller high schools because I worked actually down in North Carolina, just right over the border as well. Um, got introduced to a volleyball community there, so kind of built, built some connections and then moved back um, like the following December of 17 and filled in for clubs at that time club teams had already been decided you know early December before I had even moved back home but I kind of was their go-to for filling in and coaching and was a full-time coach you know, had my own team the next year and the following year um, which was cut short because of 
good old COVID. Um, and then that fall is when the previous club director asked me if I wanted to take over the, the Black Hills Juniors program. Sure. And what, what uh, age groups do you, have you kind of had experience with, yeah. with them? So mainly, um, recently, it's 16 and up. Um, this year, I'm coaching a 17s team, but the past two years were 16s. Sure. And then, uh, obviously, your first year involved in this program was, you're a new assistant coach, technically. Yeah. But you've been working with us for, mm -hmm. since 2020, right? Mm -hmm. So what, how did that I guess the first question is, how did that kind of opportunity unfold? Yeah, so actually, um, Coach Lauren Torvey Prohaska was a coach with me over at the Black Hills Junior. So she coached 18s when I coached 16s. And um, at that time, Savannah was there as well, too. And she coached our 17s team. So it was um, kind of three of us. And then one other gal who is a PA here in town. She also played at Northern. So the four of us were kind of that older group coaches and we practiced a lot together we scrimmaged against each other a lot got to travel with each other to tournaments um, and then the following year uh, Lauren uh, the COVID year so Lauren was there for our 18s as well too and I was there for our 16s up until um, we had to stop playing so so yeah getting able to meet Lauren and see her uh, that way and her getting to see me as a coach and how I coach and then that spring we had kind of talked about potentially looking at doing a volunteer assistant role for the fall obviously as we did not know what was going to happen in the fall and how it was going to unfold but I got to help at summer camp that year that was kind of my first foot in the door especially with meeting all of our women um, too and then rest has been kind of history sure obviously it was a pretty natural fit you've been here this mm -hmm. will be your i guess fourth year third year yeah it's hard to keep track of the year <laughs> but yeah so you've been with the program for a while now and just recently became a full-time member of the staff yes was <clears throat> has there been a big adjustment period or not so much since you kind of were already yeah i feel like not so much i mean in a sense yes as i have had to um step into tony's shoes a little bit more in the recruiting and traveling uh, role but not so much with there's no adjustment period with meeting you know meeting our women and being able to get to know them a little bit more it was that was already in place so sure. yeah sure and how much uh, of a you know, obviously you learned under Lauren as well, but how important was your relationship with Tony too and him kind of helping you out yeah, and preparing so you? Yeah, so important. I mean, I still text him very often, you know, asking questions or trying to, um, you know, make sure that I am doing everything correctly. I know that he left some very big shoes to fill. So it's been, you know, kind of a process of just making sure I cross my t's and dot my i's and make sure that i'm doing everything that i need to yeah he his knowledge of the game is unbelievable yeah, i i know it's kind of crazy to think like he has been coaching volleyball longer than i've been alive um if that puts into any you know idea so yeah, and yeah. He, kno he knows everybody too. oh yeah i mean there was multiple times this year recruiting at tournament so down in las vegas over in um 
Omaha, multiple places, people saw me wearing the South Dakota Mines gear and they stopped me and they're like, where's Tony at? And I'm like, wait a second, you know? He's like, oh yeah, we, I, I know him for, you know, X, Y, Z. And I was like, oh my gosh, like Tony truly knows everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah um, so kind of in, obviously in developing the program, where do you kind of get that? inspiration from where do you get your coaching style from so yeah. to speak so my biggest inspiration with my coaching style and just how i act with our athletes and my club athletes as well too is is largely part to uh, my coach my my junior year of high school and she also took over my 18s team when my 18s head coach ended up getting a head coaching job at Mount St. Joseph. Um, so she kind of took over there. Um, her name is Amber and she definitely was there for me at a very crucial time in my life um, that I really needed a big support system for and yeah she was i mean she was always so empowering and positive and i learned that i react a lot better to a coaching style that is that way and you know coaching young women and coaching other athletes now it is very apparent the more positive outlook while still being firm that people respond to so much better than just getting yelled at or just having a coach that goofs around all the time sure and with engineers especially they're very um they're a different type of people to coach mm -hmm. so it's really important to be able to be a little more balanced i think as a coach yeah too. definitely um from when you got here obviously that year was a mess because of covid mm -hmm. everything you didn't play probably until the spring i'm guessing that yep. first year so what was that kind of like and where what do you think the biggest differences are between then compared to where you're at now? Yeah, I think that that first year, so fall of 2020, we had like one scrimmage, I think it was against Shadron, but then we, it was just practices all the time. But we never really knew what was going to happen, so it was always just big team focused practices. We're able to keep everything going that way, um, which in a sense, it was almost like a spring season but a backwards one, obviously, as we had that first and then played um, versus this year is truly the first spring season anybody on this team has ever had. Um, even our you know, athletes that are going to be seniors this next fall, their freshman year, spring semester, that's when nobody came back after spring break that spring. So it was a... It's a big difference, but I think it's so huge for us in being able to spend that time of focusing in on skill-specific things that we really needed to work on this spring and how that's already impacting our playing when we have had um, our competition dates this spring, and I'm very excited to see how it goes with this fall, too. Yeah, how, how just important is that to be able to actually have a regular spring for the first time yeah. since you've been here it's very important i mean the balance between a very intense fall to then going into an intense spring that first year it was you know there wasn't a lot of time for rest and rehab and then you know this going from intense fall to intense spring to another intense fall where we were traveling and playing it was it was a lot of 
going and going and going all the time. Um, there, I mean, obviously there was that summer break, but we're not allowed to coach our athletes in the summertime, so we definitely missed that. Yeah, and I think um, not just here, but I think across the board, there's a little bit of an uptick in terms of injuries just because of how condensed everything mm -hmm. got. You really had two seasons in like a, a six to eight month period instead of having yeah. one three month season and then nine months of games off and then it's so really shrunk everything down yeah and it's it's kind of crazy to think back to now where like in club like playing for a club season you play hard you know i'll fall for your high school team and then starting in january or december you're going and you're playing but it is a little bit different. I mean, they're not practicing every week in the majority of clubs, but, um, you know, still playing for three days in a row on a sport court floor, which on top of cement, you know, so there's also injury potential there too. Sure. Sure. And obviously kind of just touching on that again, last year was not the best year in terms mm -hmm. of health for this program. Yeah. Like, Depth-wise, you, you were really tested. How does that kind of affect... Obviously, the spring, you were much healthier. Yes. And then hopefully even into the s summer and fall, you'll have another... Get a little healthier and yeah. maybe be able to be back into the mix. Definitely. So I am very excited this year. More than previous years, we have a lot of our women who are staying here in town. So they do have access to the weight room um, on you know, on campus here with Carl and their gym so that they can run their own captain's practices, which I think will be very important just because when you go back anywhere pretty much over the summertime, you have limited resources and access to gyms, um, especially and access to other people to play with. Volleyball is the true embodiment of being a team sport because you cannot score a point without another person yeah so just in terms of personal development it's obviously important mm -hmm. to be able to work out as a team and not just any team with the same kids you're going to be playing with again exactly summer so we touched a little bit on last season already but kind of what do, what do you think we're like just looking back and reflecting on overall how the season went what do you think mm -hmm. were the positives and maybe some things that you could improve on I think on a positive note, I mean, of course, we did beat BH this year for the first time in several years, so that was very exciting. Um, I do think that, you know, just how our group came together was very good. I mean, we did have, we faced a lot of adversity, we faced a lot of injuries, but even with people injured, we had so many of our women step up and, you know, kind of give more of themselves for the betterment of the team. And that's all that you could ever ask for as a coach. Yeah, and uh, this, you lost a couple of your biggest, your big leaders, a couple mm -hmm. of captains. What does it look like? You know, have you seen some some women kind of step up into that leadership role over the spring? Yes, we have. We named um, 
two new captains this spring so we have been going through our like leadership course with them so we're currently doing a book study um, right now we'll every semester we will continue to do book studies and kind of encourage their leadership growth and help them through situations that they may be facing not necessarily on the team just kind of in life in general and how we can help push them to be the best leaders that they can be sure and you know just reflecting a little bit on the spring as well same i guess same question as before any positives any ne or not negatives but things you can improve upon from you know when you see them again in august yeah i think one of the biggest positives from the spring was just the consistency of everybody on our team was tenfold that it was this fall um one of the things that you have to think of is excellence is monotonous good where you never falter you ne you may never peak you know at your absolute highest but you never drop into the lowest valleys as well where if you can continuously stay constant and repetitive and continue to do the same things and be consistent you can it'll conquer anything um, I think our women have done a very good job at embodying that and you know realizing it and putting work to be that way um, but of course I feel like there is always exponential growth and possibilities for that too yeah you're also bringing in a pretty good size freshman class mm -hmm. this fall how do you how excited are you to be able to start getting to work with them when they get here and how do you kind of you know balance it out where obviously you have a pretty um, upperclassman led team now mm -hmm. so how do you kind of balance that with you know obviously you're trying to win in the fall but then you want these kids to develop yeah. on the court as well definitely so for our you know our athletes coming in they are a great group getting to watch them play club this spring it's like oh i get a coach that next year you know it's a very fun moment with that i know that our soon-to-be seniors are going to take them you know under their wings and same with our you know junior and sophomore class everybody will kind of be helping them and getting them to a level so that the next year it's like we didn't skip a beat that was kind of the big focus for bringing in a little bit larger class this year it wasn't a we'll graduate eight and then bring an eight and have to start you know kind of all over again almost and not in a sense not exactly because we have laid very solid foundations down with our culture you know what we're kind of moving forward and how we are um, but just to make sure that athletically and that we're going to continue on same team you know no nothing is lost yeah and it's definitely harder to lose eight and immediately bring in eight and expecting eight people to come mm -hmm. in and step in and play compared to having eight maybe not necessarily all of them need to see the floor immediately it helps you as a team and it helps the kids yeah. too who maybe aren't as ready as some other kids maybe definitely um, what do you think the next step is for the program just in terms of obviously there were some pretty positive signs last year especially early yeah you started out on fire and then it well unfortunately some injuries and stuff and yes it just wasn't able to be sustained but what do you think are the next steps to be able to be a little more consistent i think obviously that this summer having our athletes be in the weight room all summer and to be training 
hard and competitively will help our physical health this fall. Um, I do think that it'll help with injury prevention uh, just because they will be lifting at the same intensity, you know, the entire summer um, and making sure that with supervision, you know, by our staff that, you know, everything is good, everything is healthy, they're doing everything right, that it's not um, anything going awry there. And um, I mean, ultimately, I do feel that in our future is a conference championship and that's what we need to work towards and excel towards and make that dream a reality. Sure. Kind of just answered my next question. I was going to ask, you know, what do you think the long-term goals are for the program as a conference championship? Your goal? Yeah, absolutely. I think that in previous years, a season goal has always been making, you know, making the conference tournament, but I don't think that's a bar high enough for us. I think that, I mean, we can during spring, the spring COVID season, we did, you know, we made it, we were in that top, but unfortunately due, you know, due to everything, we were not able to actually attend that conference tournament, which was a very big bummer, but it happens, you know, life and things happen like that, but it's, yeah, it's not, it, just that anymore it's holding ourselves to a higher standard and going after what we want and making it happen sure what what do you think the steps are maybe from a coaching standpoint to get to that point i think one of the big parts is helping our mental game we use neurofuel for that and you know kind of complete activities where not necessarily like team bonding trust wise but just a little bit more of mental readiness and preparation for high stress situations is very important and continues to be important i mean our our women face very stressful situations every single day i mean they may have a five page paper you know due at the end of this week that a professor assigned on you know monday morning and their labs that they go through and the very tough academic load that a lot of them do have it's it's a lot and being able to provide them skills and coping mechanisms for when sometimes life just gets really hard will transfer over to the level court too yeah one thing just to overall comment i guess about the team is that it is so obvious that they enjoy being out there and being mm-hmm. out there together. I mean, I know, I know volleyball is just, that's the way volleyball benches are, <laughs> but your bench is like on a whole other level compared to yeah. any other bench I've seen. They in are volleyball. so much fun. And that's kind of what really brings the intensity and kind of sets it apart. And is we are, even if the floor may not be performing as well as they, we know that they can be, our bench is there to help keep the intensity and to help keep the energy that um, we need to be having all the time. Yeah, the energy is always mm-hmm. up, for sure. Yes, it's so much fun. Yeah. They're so funny. <laughs> uh, what do you think, personally, your long-term goals are for yourself? Do you eventually want to be a head coach 10 years down the road? Yeah, I think everybody's ideal goal is to continuously be moving up the ladder. I do think that I'm in a time of my life where I need to be absorbing all the information that I can be, just, you know, being a new 
um, full-time assistant coach a little bit later than a lot of people start their full-time coaching journey. Um, so for me, there's just a lot more information to always be had, but I think a big thing is always to be grateful and enjoy what I currently am doing, um, being a little bit more present in my life and, you know, in the job-wise in my personal life as well, too, that's just being, it's very important. Sure. Any uh, big plans for the summer for yourself or just anything anything going on with you? <laughs> Not so much. I think the only things that I have planned is I'm going to some uh, college showcase camps that, um, for here and getting to go to USAV and potentially AU Nationals um, to go recruit as well. Um, this is the first time in my life, you know, since college that I've had more of a summer, even though I'll still be working, but I get to travel a little bit more this summer than I have in the past. Uh, so it's exciting for that too. Yeah. How are you kind of enjoying being able to, I mean, I know you probably did some of it when you were a volunteer too, but how much are, or how much are you enjoying being able to go out and scout kids and be able to recruit kids yeah. for the next class? It is so much fun. Um, being able to, you know, see all these athletes from all over the country. It's, it's crazy and I think that's a you know good thing for us is we do offer academically such amazing programs and then us athletically like our culture is great and that's something that a lot of athletes look for when they're trying to find their their home you know their soon-to-be home for college uh, you know I this year I've been to Omaha, Salt Lake, Las Vegas, Kansas City, Dallas, and Chicago to go recruit. So I've seen incredible athletes from all over. What's kind of the feedback you get when you're talking to a recruit about South Dakota Mines? Are you getting any, do you get any feedback? Like what's, what are you looking for when you talk to kids? Yeah, obviously that they need to be an academic fit. For us, that's kind of the biggest thing. I know that, you know, if you are wanting to be a teacher, this is not, there are paths to get you there through this school, especially if you want to be a science teacher, but sometimes it may not always fit, you know, the ideal person um, who's wanting to do that. Um, academically is what really sets us apart for most people and just also location wise too a lot of people like that we are we're still a city but we are not in a massive city so it's a little bit more um, that I mean I would say small town feel but we're not really a small town you know in regards to our state but when we have you know our women coming from Phoenix and you know Dallas, Fort Worth, and some of those areas in Texas and Minneapolis and Denver, it's a lot more of a smaller community yeah. for them. Yeah, as a Minneapolis person, it really is small town feel and a big town, yeah. here, which is, I think, one of the positives of the area for sure. Definitely. Um, yeah, that, I don't have any other questions for you. Thank you so much for joining us today, Annika. Uh, my name is Josh Van Valkenberg-Gernert. This has been the Hard Rocker Huddle. I'm signing off.